Sarah. And I'm Max. And this is the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. We strive to help you, the everyday person, to stop living on autopilot, overwhelmed and frustrated with the way things are. You deserve to do away with that frustration, achieve more balance in your life, and find fulfillment in your everyday. We are here to help you stop going through the motions and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join us for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. Sarah, what if I told you that there is one thing that you could be doing, that anybody could be doing, to improve their self-care routine? Just one singular thing, like the one-size-fits-all bathing suit of self-care routines. Well, since I know what we're talking about, I would believe you. Okay, but suspend your belief for a second, because this is a bit... Well, I I don't know. I probably would tell you that you're full of crap, because self-care isn't one-size-fits-all. That's the whole point. It's very personal because all of us are unique okay but what if i told you that one that one tip that one trick is increasing your mindfulness that makes sense and since again i knew what you were gonna say um yeah that makes sense so today we're talking about the one thing that works for everybody when it comes to self-care. The one thing that fits into all self-care routines, no matter what, bar none. Yep. That is 100% effective. Mindfulness. Yep. So, mindfulness. What the heck does that mean? Being full of mind. <laughs> um, sure. No, so it when it comes to self-care and being mindful, it is so key that you are tuning in to your feelings when you're when it comes to self-care. It's so important that you're tuning into your well-being and how you're feeling and that's what we're talking about when it comes to mindfulness. It's that self-awareness. Um but why does this work for everybody? Well, Mindfulness is like a flashlight. Without your flashlight, you just end up stumbling around in the dark, not knowing <laughs> if you ever got to where you were going or where you are right now. You need that flashlight to be able to see, oh, okay, I'm right here in between the kitchen and the sofa. So if I keep going in this direction, I won't get to the bathroom. I will run into the back door. Nice analogy. Thank you. Um... So when you're not being mindful, when you are practicing self-care that doesn't work for you and you're just, like, not aware of how you're feeling, you're not going to get anywhere, right? You're going to still feel really overwhelmed. You're going to feel really anxious. You're going to be frustrated because the things you're practicing don't seem to be making any difference. And you can't stick with them because you can't validate spending the time on it. You're just, frankly pissed off that it's not working and you're annoyed. But when you 
take that aspect of mindfulness and you weave it into your daily routine, you check in with yourself emotionally on a regular basis, that is when you start to make progress because you have a a gauge on how you're feeling. You know exactly where you're at, or at least a rough idea, and you know what is and isn't working for you. Um, I just recently had a guest on, and actually I think this that episode is coming out after this one, but we were talking about the different phases of self-care in life, and your needs for self-care are going to change. They're go- going to evolve in your lifetime. I mean, my needs and the self-care that works for me as a mom is really different from what worked for me pre-kids, pre-one kid, but, you know, um, it's different because I don't have the same amount of time. I don't have the same amount of freedom that I might have had before. And, of course, add the pandemic BS into that. Um, that nonsense, I mean, not nonsense, it's very much a real thing. Let's get that straight. We're not in, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we, I mean, we don't have that freedom. So it's going to change. And that's where mindfulness comes into play because you need to be aware of your changing needs, your changing feelings, your changing um, capacity, whatever it might be. The mindfulness piece is the key to successfully implementing self-care into your life. Definitely. And mindfulness in a daily context is even good for checking in with yourself as you go throughout the day, which sounds self-explanatory. But if you're successfully integrating mindfulness into your daily routine, or at least keeping it front of mind Mm. throughout your day you should be able to catch yourself before, you know, a little thing maybe takes you off and you'd explode at the dog because he sneezed and it startled you a little bit and that's not fair to him. And if you had been practicing mindfulness and saw, oh, hey, look, my cup is a little low because work has been stressful this morning and I didn't expect it to be stressful or um, maybe the kids took a little bit longer to get ready so they were a little late for school and that just kind of set your day on the wrong trajectory. Having mindfulness in your daily self-care routine should help eliminate um, some of those times where your cup is running low and parts of your character that you don't like as much might come to the surface like saying things to the dog when he sneezes everybody (laughs) sneezes being more impatient and frustrated and you know angry at life um yes thank you for making my rambly thought sound good uh uh-huh i i tried um (laughs) i don't know if it sounded that great but um Mindfulness is really just a way of 
embracing self-awareness, which allows you to embrace self-development. Because by being aware of what's going on, you can make those changes. You can shift things by, ooh, I'm feeling real crappy and cranky. I need to go take 20 minutes to myself to go walk around the block. By being aware of that, you are saving a whole lot of pain and grief um, so that you're not, you know, saying hurtful things, snapping at your dogs or or your kids or whatever, um, or your spouse. It's, um, it's just important to pause and consider where you're at. Yeah. And mindfulness helps you to not just be going through the motions either through your day and just letting things snowball. If you're practicing mindfulness, you're aware that, you know, maybe you might be heading into bath time with the baby and you're a little agitated because he's tired and cranky. And so you, you know, ask your partner, hey, can you sit with him while he's in the bath tonight? I'll do I'll I'll do the cleanup and get the bottle ready and pajamas and stuff like you usually do. Let's just trade for the night because I just don't have the capacity right now and need some alone time. Um, and that even shows respect to your partner as well, having the the self awareness to be able to say, "Hey, I know that it's not comfortable when everybody's kind of at each other's throats a little bit, especially at the end of the day." Um, whether that's just because the baby was cranky or everybody had a long, hard day. Um, So I am respecting my partner by saying, hey, can you help me come swap tasks or help take over this task or even just come sit so that we can talk and we're not all focused on the the baby in the bathtub? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is a part of of mindfulness for um, couples – or parents or both that might get overlooked that your mindfulness can also affect your your partner mm-hmm. and your family um and it's just good to have a gauge of where you're at at all times or at most times at least and i think that's something that we had to learn the hard way as new parents is how to communicate our needs to each other in relation to him Because what's different pre-kids is that, you know, you have some responsibilities within reason, but it's not like you can't just, like, walk away and choose to take that time for yourself. There's not someone else to care for um, in the same way. So it's just a really important thing to keep in mind, especially if you're transitioning as a new parent. Um, Or even if you're, you know, you have a new little one and you have other kids whatever it's just a really hard transition so keep that that mindfulness in mind with your your um partner and your your kiddos um so all of that said in terms of mindfulness one of the things that i really wanted to like tune into was finding that self-care that's right for you right finding self-care that's effective that's what's the key with mindfulness and self-care that's how it fits together you need to be aware enough of your feelings your wellness your capacity how your mental health is like where are you at get a pulse check to understand what kind of self-care is working for you and what isn't 
Um, so I actually, and I'm really excited to share this. I have a free class coming up on October 9th. Um, if you're, if you're listening to this in real time, um, so in 2021, um, so I would really love for all of you to join me on October 9th at 10 a.m. Central Time for my live class on how to reduce anxiety with self-care that works. Um, it is going to be absolutely incredible. This is the first time ever that I'm giving this class live. I'm really excited to engage with you. Um, and it's completely free, totally free for you to come. Um, and I can't wait to see you there. So I definitely got a little overly excited and forgot to share the link. So you can sign up for this class on how to reduce anxiety at theselfcare.life slash reduce dash anxiety. Um, I'll also have the link in the show notes. So definitely join in. I cannot wait to see you there. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, be sure to grab our free Own Your Self-Care Starter Kit by visiting theselfcare.life forward slash own your self-care. This kit is specially designed to help you identify what kind of self-care will work best for you. That way you can start developing your own self-care lifestyle. You can find the link in our show notes as well. If you'd like to stay connected, find us on TikTok at The Self-Care Lifestyle and on Instagram at Sarah Strives. Have a question, feedback, or an episode request? Text us at 512-998-1194. Chances are we might even respond. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk at you again soon.